הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שדורנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש משבארץ אמה. ובבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנה ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם. הפן הניו שיחה ושיחות הרן. סעיף קל"ז, לסן 137. We're going to discuss a certain discussion that Rabbeinu had with regard to um, <coughs> with regard to lesson 204 of Likutei Mo'aran. The first volume of Likutei Mo'aran, Likute Mo'aran, lesson 204, we're going to discuss a little bit of the ideas Rabbeinu had, or Rabbeinu talked about before, after the lesson, whatever it is. Shayach le'atorah ma'ot rashet levot v'chule b'chelik rishon siman rish dalet. Rabbeinu, we're going to discuss conversation Rabbeinu had Uh, that is applicable to the lesson um, 204 of Likud Demoran, which discusses how Ma'ot, the word for money, is the acronym for the phrase, Ve'en Avera Mechaba Torah. And it says over there, that a sin does not extinguish Torah. A sin does not cancel out Torah. Ve'en Avera Mechaba Torah, if you take the letters of Ve'en, the first letter is Vav, Avera is Ayn, Mem of Mechaba, and Tav of Torah, You have, if you mix them around, you have ma'ot, which means money. Rabbeinu has an entire lesson about this idea connecting those two concepts. V'siper mikodem, Rabbeinu, before he discussed this lesson, before he brought down this lesson, he spoke about beforehand. Ma'ase shenei anashim b'nei anahorim, hayu be'ir achat v'ayta b'neim ahava v'yitkashchut gadol. Rabbeinu, before he gave the lesson, he spoke about a story. Excuse me. And um, about the story, he spoke about a story about two people. that were two young men that were in the same city and they had a tremendous love and a connection between them. There was two people in the city, two young men in the city and they had a tremendous love between them. And one time, one of these people, one of these two friends, saw the other friend stray from the path that was right, stray from the path of the Torah and the mitzvot. And he saw him stray from the path a little bit And he did something that wasn't proper. So this friend thought it was an accident. He thought that his other friend committed this act by accident. And afterwards, after some time, He saw his friend commit an even more um, disgusting act, an even more um, despicable act. And then afterwards he saw that he committed a literal sin. So the friend sees his other friend slowly fall off the path one time after the next. He thought it was an accident the first time. He's trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, the next time, he sees his friend do something a little bit worse, but still isn't convinced. And then the third time, he sees him commit a sin. And at that point, when he saw him commit this, this bad sin, um, this friend distanced himself from the other person and separated himself from him. And afterwards, after some time, as time went on, as the days passed, as they both left the tables of their father-in-laws, because there was the custom back then that the father-in-laws used to support the newlyweds. So these young people who had just been married were supported by their father-in-laws. And um, as, the, uh, as time passed, they both began to separate their t- uh, themselves from... And, um, become independent from their father-in-laws and began to earn their own money. 
And this person who had committed the sin initially, that um, caused his friend to separate from him, this person who had committed the sin, began to rise up into great stature, and he became very wealthy. And the second person, became very poor. And this person who became poor, this almost upright person, became outraged and he complained constantly um, against Hashem. He complained about the, the traits of Hashem, about the character of Hashem. And he constantly questioned God's actions. Because he always thought to himself and in his heart, This man constantly thought to himself, that I know that this person committed a tremendous sin, and yet why is he given such greatness? One time came, One time this man saw in a, in a place that there was a group standing there, that there was a, he was listening to the, vo, to the sound of a, a large sack of coins being carried around, that he was hearing this sack of coins being uh, uh, moved around among this group. And he drew close up uh, to this group, saw this group of people, and he heard a sack of coins being moved around. He drew close to the group, and, uh, and they told him, And they told him, Do not uh, touch this uh, money. Because this money belongs to this other person. And which person was that? It was the person that he was once friends with. The person who he constantly questioned. Meaning his friend, his old friend that we discussed above. So this man, he gets, he, he's walking in a certain place and he sees a group of people passing around a certain bag of coins and he sees the bag of coins, the noise it's making, one coin clashing with another coin. And he begins to draw close to the group and to try to understand what's happening. And as he approaches the group, randomly these people come and tell this man, this could be a dream even. But they tell this man, um, do not touch this money. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the other man. And he asked them, Sorry. So this man now began to, thought, began to, uh, to think to himself. Now, it began, now the time is to ask. And he asked them, He began to ask the question. He'd been, he'd been trying to ask, get answers to for a long time. He asked them, why is it that this man deserves gets so much money? Didn't I see with my own eyes that he committed such a big sin? And they responded to him, From the day that you guys left the table of your father-in-law, From that time, your friend had, uh, he established, and he, he permanently, permanently established times to study Torah every single day. He, um, he created times, set times to study Torah every single day. And he accepted upon himself every single day. Without any, uh, what do you call, that there was, uh, that there's no excuses for this, that every single day you do the same thing, as if it was a law that was, uh, that you could not pass over. That he would study each and every single day, a certain amount of study that he decided. But you, this group is telling this man, but you don't engage in Torah. And therefore, they gave your friend money. 
that a sin will not get in the way of what the Torah study can do. So even if you committed a sin, your Torah study is uh, deserving of bringing you money, then that sin cannot prevent you from that, that money from coming because the sin cannot extinguish the Torah study. This is the power of Limut Torah. Rabbeinu says Limut Torah is so high. It's even above Shmirat Tabrit, even above guarding the Brit, because we know Torah comes from Tif Eret, and um, the Brit is from Yesod, and Tif Eret is placed higher than Yesod when it comes to the the... The Sfirot of Hashem, the attributes or the emanations of God. So we see here how powerful it is to study Torah. And we say that a sin, a sin cannot extinguish Torah. That this, uh, what do you call? That this phrase is the acronym. Sorry, that the, um, yeah, that the, this spells out. If you take the first letters of this phrase, it spells out the word money. The Ma'ot is an acronym for this phrase. So Rabbeinu brought this parable before he brought this lesson to explain uh, the depth of the lesson that he was getting into, to teach us a little bit about what happened. Of course, the story can go very deep. Not to question the, the Midot of Hashem for everything that Hashem Yidbar does is Yasharu, it's upright and it's righteous. And we should not question Hashem Yidbar's acts, that we accept whatever it is, even though it makes no sense. And this is something that, of course, takes a tremendous amount of work to do. But nonetheless, it's very important if we, uh, if we truly want to draw close to Hashem Yitbach Be'emet, that the main thing Hashem Yitbach wants is simplicity, to engage in Hashem Yitbach Torah and Mitzvot in simplicity, to not ask questions, and to have emunah that Hashem Yitbach will do good and constantly does good to you, and uh, for you and for everyone around us. B'zalat Hashem. So B'zalat Hashem, that's it for today. God willing, next uh, podcast, we continue with Se'if Kuflam Etchel, Lesson 138.